Hi there, this is the nervous comic Tim Kabashik, and welcome to my podcast. If this is your first time, don't worry, I'll do all the talking. I'm a local Edmonton, Alberta comic, and I've been doing stand-up comedy for about 15 years now. Here's a recording of one of my shows from the Comedy Factory right here in Edmonton, Alberta. I hope you enjoy it. Tim Kabashek. Thanks. You know, Danny forgot to mention one little thing. And that is, not only am I a stand-up comedian, but I'm also a part-time Psychic. Everybody say ooh. ooh. Yeah. Everybody say ah. You're good. But I'm sensing some skepticism. So I'm going to prove it to you. I can tell. Just by looking at you, that some of you are thinking, fat guys, yes. got a oh great jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you just use your inside voice, that'd be great. But <laughs> I think we all heard you over here. guys thought you were going to the zoo and the monkeys were on the cage, you know? <laughs> Don't get too close. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to follow you home and wake up tomorrow and we're going to be on your couch going, hey, <laughs> you're out of nachos and your weed's gone. <laughs> but that's what I want in a comedy show. That's a free space here. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah. I also um, have to apologize if I seem a little nervous at all here. Um, it's not because I'm here in front of all of you. It's uh, it's because of my wife. She's a clean freak, and this weekend she's going to clean the house up. She called her mom. She said, "Not only am I going to clean the house up, but I'm going to chuck all the useless stuff." She hasn't found me yet. <laughs> or my jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta cover that in the introduction, but okay. <laughs> like that. I think it has something to do with last summer, though. Uh, we went lingerie shopping together. Have any of you fellas ever been lingerie shopping with your wife or girlfriend? Or blamed on the industry, just me and the guy over here? <laughs> well, in the beginning, it seems like a good idea, right? 
Because there's not a guy in here that probably wouldn't think the same thing we were thinking, right? You know, they say lingerie shopping, and as a guy, you're going, <gasps> women, underwear, all in the same place. <laughs> That's like going to the poor man's version of the Playboy Mansion, right, fellas? <laughs> A lot of love over here, fellas. <laughs> Not like a dinosaur. Don't move. He won't see us. <laughs> this perimeter in the way. <laughs> That's probably what you thought, too. Playboy Mansion, right? You get excited. Me, too. <laughs> Until I got there. I realized I was there with my wife. <laughs> I couldn't touch anything. <laughs> then it just felt like an extra in a porno movie. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> the one guy in the room that remembers what a porno movie is about. <laughs> Eventually, my wife finds something to try on, because that's what women do when they go shopping. But she doesn't trust me. She knows what I'm up to. She says, come over here and sit down. Don't touch anything. I'll be right back. Into the change room she goes. And two minutes later, another lady comes by and drops her kids off beside me. And goes inside. And after a couple of awkward moments, one of the kids just looks up to me and goes, Hey, mister, are you waiting for your mom, too? <laughs> he said, no. I'm waiting for yours. <laughs> it was at that moment that I realized that those change rooms aren't soundproof. <laughs> Save some couch time, fellas. <laughs> and my wife still doesn't trust me. Even tonight, before I left the house, she saw me getting dressed up in my good jacket. She stopped me at the door and she goes, hey, 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 bright eyes. You go out there and you do your show. There's other women around. Remember, you're a married man. So you can look at the menu, but you got to eat at home. I thought, great. I just wish the kitchen was open later. <laughs> Not so much fun when the chef keeps falling asleep. <laughs> Trying to get tired of making my own sandwich. <laughs> 
anybody in here think I'm talking about cooking? Okay. Just check it. You know, when you do get married, you know, wives want to make you a better man. They want to change. So my wife thought it would be a great idea if I was there for the birth of our daughter. I just want to know who the genius was who decided that men could be helpful in a delivery room. <laughs> what were the doctors and the nurses doing? Sitting around one day going, hey, things are going so great in there. <laughs> I know, let's bring in some guy that'll throw up and pass out on the floor. <laughs> So there I am, and this is a fast delivery. 20 minutes and my daughter's there, and there's cords everywhere. And I'm freaking out. And the doctor hands me a pair of scissors to cut the cord. I guess he was tired. <laughs> my hands are shaking so badly that I circumcised the doctor. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Just get calling me rabbi after that. Here you go, rabbi. Get out. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what my wife gets so jealous about. I don't know what she thinks is going to happen in one of these shows. In the middle of my set, an old girlfriend's going to stand up and go, Hey, hey, hey! Tim was kind of nerdy in high school. But now! Travels the province. Twenty-five dollars a show. How'd I miss that? so hard on marriage. We have married people here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> this guy must be newly married. He's still happy, so. <laughs> still has his will to live, so that's really good. <laughs> well, actually, I, uh, I, 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 don't, I enjoy being married, too. I, I, I'm just kidding, you know. Um, but uh, a big reason I enjoy being married is because I remember when I was single. My only pickup strategy was to go to the bar and drink. <laughs> Until I was good looking. <laughs> Still paying the bar tab off. It's probably why most women I dated considered me to be a happy meal date. Being cheap and always available at 3 a.m. Comes with a very small toy. <laughs> yeah. um. <laughs> it 
cave tonight. <laughs> it seems like a big empty room. Everybody's going, what the hell is this guy? <laughs> People on the front table are right. We need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> My dating life was just one long episode of Deal or No Deal. <laughs> With a long line of contestants, night after night, and no deal button. <laughs> Until one night, a contestant did hit the deal button. That's only because she was so drunk she thought she was hitting the no deal button. So how are you ladies doing back there? Yeah? Alright. It's awesome. I'm just reliving my single days. Talking to women 40 feet away. <laughs> the drink on the table, asshole. Move along. Okay. <laughs> Smart, even though she married me. <laughs> but 
Fellas, just think about this. If women are so smart, why is it that they will work in a restaurant called Hooters? Big tips. Yeah. <laughs> big tips, big tips. <laughs> 40 feet away, things are not up. <laughs> just text me the punchline next time. But, uh, <laughs> but you'll notice they'll work in a place called Hooters. Yet you'll never find a man working in a restaurant called what? Peckers? <laughs> and what would Peckers' slogan be? Be like... Danny, I'm just not gonna, you know, this guy. <laughs> Going on the road together. <laughs> what size of jacket do you take, sir? <laughs> See, it's a standard thing, you know. Don't worry, we get them from Value Village, so. <laughs> well, you guys are fun. I was gonna tell jokes, but apparently you guys are funnier than me. <laughs> smokers here tonight? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? You know, I, I'm not a smoker myself. I don't, I'm not going to pick on you guys. Because I kind of admire you these days. Because it's not like the old days when you could smoke anywhere you wanted, right? Remember, I don't know how old you are, but when I was younger, you could smoke bars, of course, restaurants, hospitals. It's coming, baby. <laughs> Daycare planes, yeah. But now, you can't smoke anywhere. And if you want a cigarette, what do you got to do? You got to go outside, right? And then outside, you got to be five meters from the door. So every time you want to smoke, you got to go for a walk, right? Every 50 minutes, back and forth. You know what's going to happen? 20 years from now, you guys are going to be in the best shape ever. <laughs> And all your non-smoking friends are going to be like, <laughs> oh, can we take the elevator? And you're going to be like, no, asshole, you should have smoked. <laughs> and I know you smokers got a sense of humor. Because I saw this non-smoking sign on the way to the club tonight. On the top of it, the smoker had written, I'll smoke where I want. <laughs> Underneath that, a non-smoker I'd written, only weak people smoke. And not to be outdone, the smoker had returned. I'd written under that, only stupid people write on signs. <laughs> well, my psychic powers tell me that some of you are thinking, that guy's funny. <laughs> and some of you are thinking, ah, nope, that's not it. <laughs> well, some of you are thinking, that guy's an asshole. 
Some of you are thinking, that asshole's kind of funny. I'm going to show you the difference between all three. If you show up at a check stop with a case of beer and a lawn chair, you're funny. You're a newbie. But he was a hindsight to bring a box of donuts. You, my friend, are a funny asshole. <laughs> if you take a poop, and your buddy's kitty litter, well, you're an asshole. <laughs> but if you bury it so we can't find it for a week. <laughs> You, my friend, are a funny asshole. <laughs> and you're going on tour with me. All over Alberta. All over. <laughs> That's all right. I'll leave you on this last note. You're probably wondering how I got this way. Besides the drugs. <laughs> that my mom took. <laughs> well, I figure a big reason, one of the biggest reasons I became a comedian is because I was born on Boxing Day. And being born on Boxing Day as a kid really sucks, so close to Christmas. I remember every year it was the same thing. Christmas morning, I wake up, my parents would buy me a ski. And on my birthday, the other ski. <laughs> so I get pissed off and I take it out on my little sister because she was born on Halloween. So every time it was her birthday, me and my little brother would dress up as Jehovah Witnesses <laughs> and give her nothing. <laughs> so so we don't believe in that day. <laughs> and she'd get all pissed off, she'd go running into her bedroom, she'd lock the door behind her. Me and my little brother would spend the afternoon knocking and putting pamphlets under the door. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I have for you folks tonight. I've been Tim Kibosik, thanks so much. I hope this reaches a lot of good people out there in the internet. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>